Ladies and gentlemen, Real Paranormal Activity is proud to present Terry's Mysterious Moments. Good evening, and welcome to Terry's Mysterious Moments. I want to take this opportunity to thank you for listening to the program. Now, on with tonight's show. Space, the final frontier. Or is it? Is it a pristine place ripe for exploration? Or is it a well-traveled pathway between worlds, planets, stars, and galaxies? Has the substance of space been home to untold numbers of civilizations for the eons it has been in existence, or are we alone in the great vastness of space? Let's take a look at some of the mysteries said to come from space, evidence, as it were, of some intelligent group looking to keep an eye on us, to visit us, or perhaps enslave us. Between the years of 1895 and 1897, an English writer named Herbert George Wells wrote a story about an invasion of creatures from Mars. Arriving in meteors, the creatures built walking metal attack vehicles using heat rays to destroy everything in their paths. Some defense was made and some of it was effective, but was eventually overcome by the aliens. Oddly, it was the Earth itself which led to the doom of the Martian attackers. Natural microbes, or as Wells wrote in the book, the humblest things that God in his wisdom has put upon this Earth are what bring the aliens down. Microbes natural to Earth to which the aliens have no resistance. Of course, in 1938, Orson Welles produced the infamous Halloween Eve broadcast on October 30th of his version of War of the Worlds, with the story transplanted from England to America. It has been suggested that many Americans were otherwise occupied and missed the beginning of the program, where it is clearly announced that it was a radio play based on the story by H.G. Wells, and they tuned in to the section of the program that was presented as realistic news broadcasts regarding strange things having landed on a farm in Grover's Mill, New Jersey. The nation went into a panic. Was this story a cautionary tale about the dangers of extraterrestrial life? Or was it a warning about expansionistic government and militaristic peoples? The rapidly heating up war in Europe was on many people's minds at the time, and invasion was a panic-causing thought. The early days of these things called UFOs goes way back. The first written report of a UFO sighting is attributed to the Egyptian pharaoh Thutmose III in the 15th century BC. UFOs have taken on several different shapes or designs from the fiery disks that Thutmose reported to the wheel within a wheel of Ezekiel's vision in the Bible, to cigar-shaped airships in the 1800s, to the flying discs reported by Kenneth Arnold over Mount Rainier in 1947, giving rise to the term flying saucers in the papers, to the modern-day descriptions of flying triangles or flying wings, one of which I personally witnessed back in the 70s. Different times, different reference items, different items being seen, 
Who knows? I don't know for absolute certain that UFOs are not extraterrestrial craft carrying beings from someplace else. I have my own personal beliefs about them. I have seen a couple of UFOs, and they are just that, unidentified flying objects. Others have reported seeing great detail of the things they've seen, yet others have reported seeing occupants of the crafts. Yet others have reported being abducted, for lack of a better term, and being taken into the crafts, with some having medical-type tests being run on them, and others reporting an informational-type briefing being given before they are returned to their normal environments and lives. Then there were those people who reportedly simply disappeared in the presence or of the appearance of a UFO. Where did they go? Astronauts have reported seeing UFOs almost as long as there have been astronauts in space. In 1963, astronaut Gordon Cooper orbited Earth in the Mercury 9 spacecraft. Sometime later, he claimed that while an Air Force pilot in Germany in the early 50s, he was one of several witnesses to a series of high-altitude flying saucer flights over a two-day period. Cooper has stated, Intelligent beings from other planets regularly visit our world in an effort to enter into contact with us. NASA and the American government know this and possess a great deal of evidence. Nevertheless, they remain silent in order not to alarm people. I am dedicated to forcing the authorities to end their silence. Well, I guess it didn't work, Gordo. They still haven't said too much about it. A rumor exists that the astronauts on board the Apollo 11 lunar landing craft, Neil Armstrong and Edwin Buzz Aldrin, saw a space fleet lined up on the surface of the moon. The report of the sighting was allegedly deleted by NASA officials in the lag time between the receiving of the message and the retransmission of that for broadcast. Apollo 12 had UFO-related escorts, according to European observatories, on November 14th of 1969, who watched as one craft led and one craft followed the Apollo craft part of the way to the moon. Further, there is a laundry list of our spacecraft and our astronauts who have had contact with purported extraterrestrial craft through various ways. But NASA says they've satisfied themselves with the fact that most of the incidents can be explained naturally. Maybe so. Maybe not. Oh, my gosh! There's a 13,000-year-old extraterrestrial spy satellite orbiting Earth. <laughs> oh, wait. Never mind. A 1998... NASA photo shows what some to believe is an extraterrestrial spy satellite dubbed the Black Knight. Now, the Black Knight is a term used to denote any unknown item that is picked up in either radar or pictures until it can be identified. But this particular item has been labeled as the Black Knight by different people. NASA denies that it's a satellite, claiming it to be simple space junk. The theory of the Black Knight, which is, after all, a compilation of several conspiracy theories, is related to natural extraterrestrial repeating sources first heard during the radio experiments of Nikola Tesla in 1899. In more recent years, these signals have been attributed to pulsars, which weren't identified until 1968. Many theories, claims, and supposed research point to this E.T. spy ship, but deeper, perhaps more open-minded research and some very revealing photos indicate that this future-looking spacecraft is simply a loose thermal blanket that escaped the space shuttle Endeavour during one astronaut's EVA during the STS-88 flight. One kind of wishes the exposition of the truth would have been kept... Uh, Undercover. 
Kecksburg, Pennsylvania, December 9, 1965. Something landed in the woods outside Kecksburg after having left a trail of sightings across southern Ontario, the Detroit metropolitan area, some of Ohio, and the Pittsburgh metro area, then landing in the woods outside Kecksburg. Local residents on investigating what fell into their woods reported something shaped like an enormous acorn the size of a Volkswagen Beetle with strange hieroglyphic type writings on it. Within a very short time, a strong military presence entered the area, secured the crash site, and basically ran everybody out. Pretty soon, a military flatbed truck left the area with a large conical object under cover. Other reports indicate that the item was trucked to Lockbourne Air Force Base near Columbus, Ohio, en route to Wright-Patterson Air Force Base, where everybody knows the government hides all captured or recovered UFOs and alien bodies where a later witness came forward with the story that he was assigned to patrol the seldom-used rear gate of the base and was authorized to shoot anyone who approached too closely. Another witness was a contractor who was hired to bring 6,500 special bricks to a hangar at Wright Pat. He peeked into the hangar and saw a huge acorn-shaped thing being checked out by men wearing radiation-type suits. The story then degenerates into a they said, they said situation. The people say the government threatened those with more than a passing knowledge of the craft into silence. The government says we simply recovered a meteor from the area. Without proof of either, the story goes nowhere. It is an interesting story, though. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. The ever-classic tale of the crashed UFO and alien bodies found outside Roswell, New Mexico, mid-1947, has been argued, discussed, cussed, laughed at, heartily supported, and as Wikipedia says, Roswell has been described as the world's most famous, most exhaustively investigated, and most thoroughly debunked UFO claim. The story is familiar to anyone who's into UFOs or aliens. A local rancher brings debris into town and reports what looks like a crash site. And outside authorities, and those being the authorities from the local Roswell Army Airfield, were called in. After gathering more of the debris, the, the, the military took it all back to the airfield, then released a news story that it was all debris from a weather balloon. It would have killed the story outright at that point. Then... Between the years of 1978 and up into the 90s, popular ufologists such as Stanton Friedman and others dredged up the story and did further research by interviewing local Roswell residents with personal information about the situation and thus kicked up more intense interest in the story. So now, Roswell is a big celebrity in the UFO alien government cover-up field. August 21st, 1955, near Kelly and Hopkinsville, Kentucky. Five adults and seven children arrived at the Hopkinsville police station reporting that they'd been involved in a standoff at their residence with short, big, yellow-eyed, big-headed aliens from a spacecraft. 
The men told police that they'd been firing weapons at the aliens who kept popping up at windows and around the door frames. Four city policemen, five state police officers, three deputy sheriffs, four MPs from nearby Fort Campbell responded to the site. They were fearing a gun-fueled free-for-all between neighbors. The stories of the shooting were borne out when the officers found bullet holes in the door frames and the door and window screens of the residence. The next day, an officer came back to the residence only to be told by a neighbor that the residents had fled the home earlier when the little green men returned at around 3.30 a.m. that morning. According to a couple of psychologists, the incident has a decidedly earthly explanation. The little aliens were simply great horned owls, and the gunfire response was obviously fueled by alcohol. A lot of alcohol. Turns out that several of the reporting persons were itinerant carnival people, and whatever being an itinerant carny has to do with seeing aliens or not seeing aliens, I'm not real sure, but what really kicks the story is the alcohol. This is another interesting story that may or may not be true, but it is entertaining. There have been quite a few famous people who have seen UFOs over the years. Here's a non-exhaustive list. Actor Russell Crowe was taking a series of digital shots outside of his office window, or outside through his office window, when he apparently caught a red UFO on his camera. Singer John Lennon reportedly saw a UFO and, and called his aide to come see it too. Victoria Beckham supposedly witnessed a UFO over their fancy home in California. Billy Ray Cyrus posted a picture taken over what looks like a mountain range and it's either sunrise or sunset and there's red clouds in the dip of the mountain range and there are what looks like five white disks in that cloud. So that could be UFOs, that could simply be clouds reflecting differently. But it's a neat-looking picture. Astronaut Buzz Aldrin has reportedly seen UFOs. Singer David Bowie reported that when he and a buddy were walking through the area where they lived in England as children, they saw UFOs. Actor Dan Aykroyd of Ghostbusters fame is reported to have woken up one night around 3 a.m., sat up in bed and said, they're calling me outside, I need to go outside. To which his wife asked, well, who's calling you? And he said, I need to go outside. And she told him, just lay back down and go back to sleep, which he did. But apparently the next day, local authorities were receiving reports from all over the area of people who felt the need to walk outside. And those that did reported that they saw a pink spiral over the local lake. Muhammad Ali, he who floated like a butterfly and stung like a bee, he reportedly having seen a UFO or two. The Red Rocker, Sammy Hager, reportedly received information from a UFO during a close encounter. Actress Fran Drescher reports that when she and her future husband were children, they were both riding with their fathers down a certain road, and they both had a UFO experience. This one is no surprise. Radio personality and UFO paranormal ghost demon show host Art Bell has reported UFOs over his home outside of Area 51 near Pahrump, Nevada. And here's one for you. Ex-President Jimmy Carter filed a report that he had seen a UFO, gave a great description of it and everything. It's not only rednecks that see UFOs, it's people in the public eye see them too. 
I don't say UFOs don't exist. I've seen them. I just don't know what they are. When you talk to people who do not believe in Bigfoot, one of their responses to you is going to be, you show me a body or show me fossil evidence of a Bigfoot and I'll believe. Those who don't believe in aliens are just as adamant toward those who do. They say much the same thing. You show me a body, a real body, not the alien autopsy video, but the real body of an extraterrestrial being, a true UFO occupant, a star traveler. And then I could be persuaded to believe that they truly exist. I admit that I am a skeptical believer. I believe in ghosts. I've seen one. I've heard more, but I have problems with supposed ghost photos of, and many ghost stories. I don't believe that every strange blip in a photo could be an alien, a monster, or a ghost. I see many photos that I cannot explain and that make me scratch my head and wonder. But visitors from beyond the stars, I just can't really grasp it. Maybe I'm not open-minded enough to accept such things without question. I attribute this to my faith. I believe in the Bible and what it says as the word of God to mankind. Mankind. The way I see it, the Bible is written for humankind of planet Earth. It deals with things and situations on planet Earth. This is my belief. If yours differs, I can accept that. I talk about these things in order to get a dialogue going, an exchange of ideas. Maybe if you can give me valid concepts to answer my questions, then I can do the same thing for you. It's a matter of intelligent give and take. I welcome any and all comments about any of my shows. Thank you for listening. Remember, if you do have comments, and feedback, you can get a hold of me at Terry's Mysterious Moments on Facebook or Terry's Mysterious Moments at gmail.com. Again, that's Terry's Mysterious Moments on Facebook or Terry's Mysterious Moments at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Again, thanks for listening. Have a good week. Bye-bye. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.